Happy Friday, everyone. I have at the dining room table today Emma Thomas and Ron Smith. Emma is Ron's granddaughter, and she is playing the viola, and Ron is joining her on his guitar. For those who don't know Ron, he is the current mayor of Scottsville, and he also plays the guitar and sings a tune every so often. So welcome, Emma and Ron, to the dining room table. Thank you for having us, Nancy. We appreciate it. It's uh, actually a pretty day today. No clouds and uh, sunshine, and maybe things will dry up a little bit. But I know. Weeds, weeds, and more weeds. Yeah, my grass has gotten out of, out of hand. So, Emma, tell us a little bit about you. Hi. I'm Emma Thomas. I'm 16 years old. I'm from Newport News, Virginia, and I, I play viola. I, I'm not really that interesting. I like to read and just play music all the time and listen to music all the time. Music is my life. So, well, if you don't think you're interesting, what interesting books are you reading? Well, currently, um, for school, I'm reading Hillbilly Elegy by J.D. Vance, and that is a very interesting book. I'm like halfway through. But I totally a good read. I recommend completely. Um, my favorite book is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Also another very good read if you haven't read it already. That's You're talking to someone my generation. I think we had <laughs> to read that. Now, Hillbilly Elegy, I actually saw it was made into a movie with Glenn Close. Yes. Did you watch the movie or are you going to wait? I'm going to wait because I like reading books before I watch any sort of movie or show based off of a book because books normally have more detail and go more in depth this is true it takes a little more time it's not sitting on the couch for a couple of hours watching something yes it takes more time and then you get more into a book i feel because you're you're creating this image in your head of what is being written you know said in the book and you're able to relate more and have that image and can be like well this happened to them, but what if this happened afterwards? Whereas with the movie, it's like, well, this happened, and then this happened, and that's it. <laughs> so, Newport News, you said? Yes, ma'am. And 16, so you're going to your junior year? Yes. So, tell me about the classes you like to take. Well, other Besides than, music. Besides music. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than music, I love science. This year, I should be taking AP Physics, so that's going to be an adventure in itself. And I also, I love English as a just... Hence reading. <laughs> hence reading. I love English. So science and English. There you go. That, that's actually a very interesting combination. Yes. But I think that your instrument melds the two because they say, well, mathematics, physics, that a musical instrument, when you learn it, you know, it's actually based on a very mathematical type um, structure. But also, you have the physics of playing it. Yes. And I feel like that's what's going to be most interesting about this year, taking physics, is learning, okay, well, this is why this my instrument does this. That's so fascinating. I knew that there was something behind it. Now I know exactly what it is. So tell us why the viola. <laughs> that's a good question. It was never really why the viola. It was more of a coincidence. I actually wanted to play violin, so the backstory behind this is 
I started playing my viola in a music program called Soundscapes, which is based in Newport News. It's an El Sistema-based program, and I wouldn't be here without them. Just a little shout out to them. Um, but I was in first grade, and the first year, it's called level one, you play violin and recorder. And at the end of the year, they give you this paper with a whole bunch of instruments on it, and you get to pick. Well, the viola and violin picture was the same. And being in first grade, not being able to read very well, I circled what looked like violin, but it was not violin, it was viola. And then the next year, they were like, well, here's your viola. And I was like, huh? I picked violin. And they're like, well, it's too late to switch, so you have to play viola. And then I... 10 years later. <laughs> You're still playing still viola. Playing viola. And, and I think the viola is now a little larger than the one you had. Yes. Um, as you get older and your body grows, you, so does your instrument because it has to form and fit to, you know, where, how you play it. If I'm playing a little baby viola, it's not comfortable. So I have a 16-inch viola. So is that a full size or a three-quarter size? Uh... I think they get bigger. I think I think I they think, do because I think, I, think I have some upstairs that are a little larger yes. than that. Yes, I, yes, they get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mayor Smith. Yes, ma'am. You're sitting here with your granddaughter, mm-hmm. and you have your guitar in your lap. So, tell me what you thought when she took up the viola. Well, we, I was just happy that she was. Uh, had taken up some instrument and uh, she also she didn't tell you she plays a little keyboard and she does play guitar too so she's pretty versatile um you know what i admire about her and any real musician is that uh they can read music (laughs) and if i know the chords i can probably play something but if it's uh you know reading the music uh, it it takes some talent to do that and uh, she has the gift of that talent so we're her, her parents, uh, her grandmother and I, uh, everybody in the family is real proud of her and the accomplishments she's made. She didn't say yet that she plays in a couple of symphony orchestras. She just got back from a 10-day leadership symposium in Michigan where she did uh, a number of, recorded a number of music videos. And so she's, she's quite a gal. So you have a promoter. <laughs> Are you going to take him on as your agent? I mean, I, I, I could. See, I'm not really one to brag about what I do because most of the things I do, I don't do for myself. Music, I've found growing up with it and around me and the community that I'm in, it's never about, like, yes, I do it because it helps me and it calms me down and it makes me sane, but it's never really for that. It's for other people because I also teach. So that is my biggest thing is it's not for me, it's for other people. So when you teach, do you have a particular method that you use? Not really, it's more, well, because every student's different. So you have to kind of relate to them, to the student, because students are different ages. Music's not, you know, just, oh, you have to start when you're three. No, I've had students who are eight and nine. So you have to really just try to relate with them and teach them whatever fits them. Well, that cello over there in the corner, I started much later than 8 or 10 or 20 <laughs> or 30. So you're actually sitting in what, in what used to be the family player's music room. And Mary Hardy taught here for I don't know, many years. 
And what you're saying resonates with me because that was so much her philosophy is that you actually teach to the person. And I think that made every, everything that she did a worthwhile experience. Now, you know, some students would come and drink her milk and they would tell stories. <laughs> and when I asked him, I won't mention any names, about taking lessons with her, he would say, we made noise. But, and she had another young student whose mother said, I will always bring my daughter here because you're the cheapest psychiatrist in town. <laughs> so it was not just about the music, it was creating like this whole little community of students and their parents. And also what I think is special here today is you and your grandfather playing together because she believed so much in creating family musical units. Yes. So, I mean, it's all coming together right now, this morning, in this room. It's definitely, I relate so much to that. Um, my twin brother is a percussionist. So our house is always loud, whether <laughs> he's practicing or I'm practicing. And my parents both sing. So all around, the house is always loud. <laughs> but musical. But musical, yes. It's never... The houses may always be loud, but it's never unnecessary. Right. No unnecessary loudness. I like that. Yes. So when you go back to Newport News, are you going to miss Scottsville? I am. I consider this my second home. I usually come up here every summer, normally for two months, but because of prior arrangements this summer, I was only able to be here for three or four weeks. So I'm sad to leave but I have obligations at home that I have to attend yes. to. But at least you're not that far away. Yes. Is it like two hours, two and a half hours, three two, hours? Two, a couple hours. A couple, couple hours. hours. <laughs> it's not bad. It's pretty drive, so yeah. Yeah. worth it. Well, my drive to, to meet with my, 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 I call them my love family. We're not mm -hmm. biological. It's 12 hours. Oh. So, Ron, you're very fortunate. Yeah, we to are. To be so close. And what's been so much fun since she's been uh, progressively getting better every year is that uh, when we need an extra person in our band, she's, and she's here, she steps in. Last uh, week we played at a, a revival uh, over in Fluvanna, and she joined us, and uh, uh, she's played at a number of locations around, and we're just happy to uh, have her join us when she can. Well, tell us about your band. Well, we, uh, after, uh, several of us uh, had been attending the uh, community jam at Victory Hall that uh, Mary Hardy started. Uh, and other, uh, others. Yeah, some others were involved, but she was always a fixture there. And I treasure a picture I have of her uh, uh, playing the violin uh, in her latter years. But... Uh, uh, so we got uh, several of us got together and decided we make we play together and and we formed the four hits and a miss band and uh, it was four us four guys and uh, a, a lady Alessandra <laughs> and uh, Alessandra didn't make it back from Italy this time so we we're fortunate Emma was here to play with us but um, we've been together we figured out at least ten years now and we play for free at. Uh, community uh, events, uh, nursing homes, retirement villages, whoever will invite us. And it's been kind of a hit and miss for the last year and a half because of you know shutdowns and openings up and shutting down again. But um, it, it's we do it as a community service um, to bring music 
and some smiles to the people in these uh, facilities that can't get out and go places and listen to, to music and live music. So we have a lot of fun and they seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I know you go up and hang out with my good friend Sandra in oh, yeah. Green County every so often. Yeah, for the last year we've been, uh, before the pandemic and then now for the last couple of months, we've been able to, to uh, visit the Green County Senior uh, Center and play for, for them and have a good time with that. And we've done the Scottsville Community Center and Scottsville Seniors, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's just a lot of fun to do. So, you know, you have a, a picture of Mary. I have a mental, and mm -hmm. I think I took a photograph of it, but it's my, my mental image of her and Howard Anderson, mm -hmm. where Mary, like you said, in her latter years, she had contracted some form of Parkinson's movement, movement disorder, whatever you want to call it, with a little dementia mixed in, and she wanted to play a specific song. It was Home Sweet Home. Mm -hmm. Very basic, and she couldn't get the notes right and Howard came over and just bent down beside her and just looked at her and helped her while he was playing the guitar I mean I I have that mental image yeah. that will go with me until I join those in the great <laughs> yonder I know what you mean and I was just real fortunate to have come to Scottsville when I did because Howard was still alive Tommy Eisenhower Miss Mary uh, Leek Winston, yeah. the guys that were, uh, you know, on up in age and they were playing. I said, man, that is really neat. And then what, uh, with like your experience and, and Howard's with Mary, uh, when Tommy Eisenhower, a world-class fiddler, started losing his hearing, he would sit next to me and he'd lean over and say, what are they playing and what key are they playing it in? <laughs> See, I and, didn't know that. Yeah, and, and I said, what a thrill. Here's this guy that's won trophies at Galax Fiddler's Convention. He's asking me for help. So that was that was just a, a treasured, treasured thought that I'll, I'll keep until I join you wherever we end up after this life. <laughs> so back to you. You leave when? It is unclear at the moment. Oh, that, I like unclear. <laughs> It's unclear. It was scheduled for this weekend, but there's been a. Uh, uh, Emma's mother is a assistant director of nursing at a healthcare facility, and they showed up with a positive case yesterday. Oh. So that kind of puts her travel plans on hold right now, since she's a supervisor and uh, has to to be on top of everything. But uh, if if she can't get up here next week, we'll probably uh, see that Emma gets home because school starts right after Labor Day and. She needs some time back at home first. Another tradition I like, school starting after Labor Day. Yes. Just just yes. <laughs> yeah. Newport News has has its problems like everybody else, but they do have some, some good uh, good things going right now. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to share with us, Emma? Hmm. Well, mm, she has a uh, <laughs> her big challenge right now is uh, not just the music, but deciding on what college she wants to go to. She has uh, several in mind. Her mother, her uh, grandmother, went to Madison. Um, the college I went to isn't known for its music department, so that's kind of out. But uh, maybe she would like to discuss that a little bit. Well, um, it's definitely been interesting. Because college is expensive, and I'm not trying to get out of my... But country. you play the viola. But I play the viola. That is such an interesting thing, you see, because it's not as known, so there is a higher percentage chance 
you know, that I get in. But it's not just that. It's more of still working hard and, you know, pushing forward. Well, if you're doing music and the sciences together in college, I mean, I, I think that's just a great mix. So you have to find the college that best fits that that for you. Yes. Um, I'm currently looking at James Madison. That has uh-huh. been my first choice since I was eight. Not ashamed to say that because that was the first time I actually walked on campus. I was eight years old with my grandma. <clears throat> so I guess that's going to be your opening line in any interview or application. Yes. I was eight, and I walked on campus with my grandma, and I just knew. But I'm trying to stay in state for my undergraduate because I plan on going further. Um, At the very end, I want to get my DMA, which is Doctor of Musical Arts. So I'm trying to keep it as slow, you know. Right, build it. Build build it up. Slowly, yeah. And for the uh, couple of years prior to the pandemic hitting us, uh, she, uh, each spring, would uh, join about 400 other musicians from around the state uh, at Madison for a weekend of uh, instruction uh, ending in concerts on Sunday afternoon. It was called Spring Spring String Fling. Thing. 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 Yeah. Spring but, String uh, Thing. Uh, it, it's just amazing the, the, the talent these young people have. Well, this has been a treat for me this morning. It's always very very rewarding to sit down and talk with you Emma and you know your grandfather and I go back a ways yeah. just a little bit just a little <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> so uh do you want to close out playing one other song you got something you got something uh, for us that's all you, I have. you you have music there don't you it's technique do you, do you have anything memorized no mm, no I don't think I have it Play I know a little technique for us oh okay right. technique there can be some good exercises in there, technique. There is some good exercises. I'm actually, this, and if there's any string players listening, watching, listening, listening, I've been working on the Shraddock technique. Oh, what is Shraddock. that? I don't know So that. basically all it is, is so. Scales up and down the fingerboard? Yes, but no, it's for finger dexterity. So the second one goes. different and it's all on one string so this is all on my d string for people listening and it's just different finger patterns and so it's basically what it is is there's four pages of this um different finger patterns different everything and what it's doing is it's releasing your joints and getting your fingers limber so when you're playing faster music or even slower music your fingers are easy to just land down um also creates a nice shape of your left hand while you're playing. And I do them every day, sometimes twice a day, just because I enjoy them, because they're easier. So do they have this for the cello? Yes, they do. Um, They have, so this is originally a violin technique book, but they transcribed it for viola, and I'm pretty sure they have one for cello too. Well, if not, well, and if not, then- Cello and viola, I believe are in the same you know, different, yes. um, but what, what do you call it? We have the same strings. Yes, we do. So in reality, if you know how to read alto clef, then you could do it on your cello because it's not, there's no shifting. I mean, I guess you'd have to have shift to a high four on your cello because of the A, but what this does, especially for viola and violin, is it works on that fourth finger, mm-hmm. which isn't used in younger musicians. 
And so this does work for cello if you just conform it to a cello standard. And it will strengthen your fourth finger pinky finger, which is your weakest finger on your hand because you don't use it. Do you know that Mary actually, she did, had this color method and she had this little ditty. Um, I, I can't remember all of it, but she used the pinky when the kids were little. Yes. She, she just was, and it was like, what was it? Pinky. Twin name Twinkie, friend name Twinkie. I don't know. I'll come up with it. Maybe <laughs> when you come back, I'll I'll show you her method and we can do the little ditty together. Cause I'm going to get that for cello and get back to Max. Yes. So I call my cello Max because he was in the shop for over a year. So oh it's his for maximum patience on my part. My viola's name is Violet. There you go, Max and Violet. <laughs> so why don't you play some of your technique and. Um, Okay. We'll just end it there. Okay. Well, thank you for having us. We yes, thank you. It. This is a pleasure. <laughs>